There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello and welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. Hello and welcome to it. Getting... Ever so close to that live show Saturday night. One more day to the weekend. Uh, I can smell the Atoll vodka from here. You can, huh? Mm, I'm going to make you a nice pregame cocktail, Jay Bird. I don't drink anything the witch gives me before any kind of anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it is, you don't have to do diddly shit tomorrow. I'm never taking a drink from you again. <laughs> That's it, huh? Well, just don't do anything on Sunday. Yeah, okay. wipe out your whole weekend. Yeah, I, I just uh, the last two times I've had anything public, <laughs> she gives me this brew, and holy shit, man! Witch's brew. The witch's brew. It's steaming. <laughs> I might have a heavy-handed pour. Well, you do what you do. She does. She's very generous with her booze. You can't say I skimp. But they, her and Panda are picking me up for the. For the podcast. We're going to come over. We're going to mm-hmm. bring cocktails. We're going to do your hair. Okay. And Panda's going to be our designated driver. Yeah. Okay. We got a babysitter and everything. This is costing me money. Wow. I'm, I'm going to lose money on this one. I'm going to be like Jay Bird making a Halloween movie, losing money. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't always make the best business decisions <laughs> every single year. I would love to work for four hours and not get paid. <laughs> awesome. Right. It's, it's about the nice people. It's about having fun. It it's is. about making memories. Yes. You're right. We, we need more pictures of us together as a show, too. It would be nice to get that. Every time we get mm-hmm. separated, we, we, we need more shit. Panda's going to help me with that because he's A, sober, and B, a photographer. So he's going to... He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to help take some pictures on Saturday well, night. I was trying to work a little video, just a little promo thingy for the show the other day. I've got no pictures, no modern day pictures of a Kevin Ralston outside of the studio. And I, I don't, I wanted you he's out like of He's like Bigfoot. No one's got a picture of him. I know. It's, I, I, I wanted something <laughs> you out of the studio. And I ain't yeah. got, the last picture I got is when we were at dinner like two years ago at that we got the, the one out front of your nine and a half foot tall werewolf. That's and I, true. And I posted yeah. it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. it's yeah. one of my favorite pictures. I mm-hmm. love that. It's a great yep. picture. If you look at it too, I, I did the 3D style behind it. The sun is hitting the the wolf's head and it just, I don't know, it, it kind of pops. pops. It did pop. It's a great photo. And you see the Mexican queen peeping in the background. Who is that lady in the background? It's the queen. It's the queen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Always watching you, Ralston. Yeah, she is. I know. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I've got a lot of eyes on me. You too. You got a lot of eyes. For such an innocent guy, everybody's just watching such you. Such a boring dude. I don't know why people have always had eyes on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty unreal. <laughs> so uh, we're putting things together for uh, Saturday show yesterday. 
yesterday we were talking about, hey, what do you what do you want to see? Is it would it bother you if you came to the first live show and you come to the second and we did, you know, some of the same games and bits and yesterday overwhelmingly, like eighty five percent of people said, No, nah, man, do it. We we wanna see no name movie game. We wanna see do it bitch. So those are back on the itinerary for Saturday. So Yay. Yeah. And that if you ask me, why are they doing the same bits again? That's why. Because uh, that's what you told us you wanted. And if you ask that question, ask the, ne- the next question. Why are you being such a fucking fuck face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. I think with a little alcohol, we're all going to be fuck faces. Why are you doing that bit again? Well, why are you being a complainer? How about that? <laughs> no, you, you'll get it. Yeah. I'm kidding. You'll get it. <laughs> I'm being a dickhead. Uh, we're going to do a Jaybird blindfold taste test challenge. Ooh, that uh, will be happening. What am I But what am I tasting, though? Uh, we'll figure that out. And we'll, we'll leave that. Semen. <sighs> We'll leave that to the uh, night of. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. That that hasn't been determined. We're just going to do it. Um, but I, I guess my question is, is, is it going to be, whoa, it's a rhino anus? Or, no, well, no, okay. no. The point of doing the bit is to show off your superpower and how you really can detect. It, it could be sodas. It could be con- You know, It could be one that we've done before. We're checking to see how you do it. It's been years since you've done one of those, so we're... Hopefully, going to show off that you still have that superpower and be post COVID. Yeah. Right. How's yeah. that tongue? Yeah, it might be. You're right. So, I, to me, it's whatever you pick. That's the ultimate thing. This is your decision. But I'm not putting you on the spot to decide like right now. Got you. I, yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Thank you. But that's that's your choice to make on what you're going to do. My sauce, my choice. Okay, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a round of what did I lick will happen on Saturday. Very licky. Yeah. Uh, maybe even a world record Wednesday attempt. Uh, maybe we'll let an audience member challenge you in a world record. World record Saturday? It's harder to say. It doesn't uh, roll off the tongue as well. <laughs> no. I tripped on it. A lot of civil. C- world souls. record Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. okay, how would that work? Are, are they gonna like Mr. Teamy coming? I wanna, I wanna take Jaybird on chair diving. What we're gonna do is we'll have the challenge already picked out. Love and it. what we're typically doing, uh, because of the VIP tables, we want to make that very special. All those people are going to get the first dibs. And so we'll be going through people that are sitting in the VIP section, and you would get the first challenge. Be like, hey, would... Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do it. Yes, if you want to do you it. You don't have to. That's what we're doing. When you first get there to the live show on Saturday, you will put your name in the box. If you're in the VIP, you'll have a, a little piece of paper. You'll put your name in there. And then we'll draw it. Okay, we want somebody that wants to take on World Worker Wednesday. We'll let you know. So I'm letting you know ahead of time. Here are what the challenges could be that you could be a part of. No Name Movie Game, Do It Bitch, um, World Record Wednesday. There's some fun world records we could do. There's the the kissing one. There's also the most balloons popped with two bodies. Yeah. That could be right. fun. Mm-hmm. Kissing? The most kisses, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the fa- Me and Kevin did that. That was yeah. the bit where me and Kevin were really chasing greatness on the air, and Virginia was supposed to be announcing it. Yeah, and all, a whole minute went by, and there was just was nothing. Just but watching yeah. I was just drinking it. I was enjoying it. So if you turned in the radio, all you heard was... Yeah, nothing else is going on. Y'all were doing good. It was it was captivating. But it was supposed to be only 30, 30 seconds, but she let it go for a minute. It was yeah. a fucking <laughs> nightmare. I didn't say a word. No, not a word. <laughs> but visually, it's a funny bit. It's hard for me to multitask. I get it. <laughs> I think you only had one job, though. 
Well, no, I was watching and then oh, enjoying. She can't watch. And so watching and talking is. I can't be a that's performer. Two that's and not one thing. An well, audience member. I can feel Kevin's body energy changing throughout the Because I can hear nothing going on. I'm like, this bit is tanking, dog. Why isn't she talking? Yes. His, bo- his bones turned into razor blades. He got I'm like, so- what are we doing? This bit's terrible. <laughs> he got so the bit's tense. bombing. This is the worst radio ever. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty fun. <laughs> it was. There, there is a funny side to shitty radio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Denny's Joke Jury, we're going to be doing uh, three classic, uh, three to five. Actually, we'll be doing five with three audience members, and you're going to have a score for that. You'll, I love you'll be it. able to judge those, so we'll get an actual ranking on the jokes. So we're asking Denny's to pull out his five favorite Oh, we want some tough judges, too. He, yeah. he said it's cool that people wanted to bring <laughs> tomatoes. Oh. I'm not sure if the Kennel Club would love that. That's a good point. Yeah, they may not like to have tomatoes <laughs> all over their walls. Why yeah. not? It, yeah. it, it would pop on camera. What's the matter? I mean, there's only like an LED screen bus behind us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I always think there's always a way, but hey. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So those are some of the things that are going to be going down uh, on Saturday. So uh, appreciate that. And uh, we do have some other suggestions uh, rolling in. I know uh, some of the crew in the chat room, they thought about maybe flipping on the no-name movie game where the audience gives the clues. The only thing I would say to that, I think the best part of the no-name movie game that I do love the most is Jaber giving the clues. True. I think that is what, to me, makes the game. So I, I think we'll probably keep it as is. For that, but I do appreciate the suggestion. Look at you bringing the funny. He does. <laughs> uh, now you're speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's your cue to say something funny. Uh, bringing the silence. Uh, I'm, over, I'm overwhelmed. What are you doing? Me commentating? <laughs> uh, and then uh, somebody had said, uh, "Do you want a makeup or breakup?" Uh, the only thing about that, and this is the the hardest part, we're. Looking at possibly squeezing in a drunk girl trivia, but that would be later. You know, for most people, we've realized it takes a good bit of liquid courage for people to want to get up and uh, be a part of that. I know some people are hammy, but uh, that's why uh, a lot of people don't want to get so real. It's only a 15% hammy ratio compared to the... Yeah, and, and coming up there... You know, with your relationship problem, and you might actually be there with the person you're thinking about breaking up with. Oh, damn. And then you never know how weird shit can get sometimes if, yeah. oh, man, everyone's having a great time, and then someone drops a fucking depression depression bomb on everybody, and I was like, oh. And just remember, I mean, it won't be live this time, streamed online, but right. it will be recorded mm-hmm. and then put up at a later date. So you definitely don't want to ruin your life by something you say. Sure. Said from a woman who daily ruins her life yeah. by saying mm-hmm. crazy shit. I get that check, though, yo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can at least justify it. Right. I can say, well, you know, sorry, kids. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't ruin your life for a signed KVJ photo. No. <laughs> It's not worth it for a KVJ t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's it. There you go. Uh, let me see. Somebody's asking, is uh, my daughter going to be there this time? No, she's not. She's out of the country. Yes. She's traveling and working she and is. 
and all kinds of beautiful locales, mm-hmm. but she did bring it up. Uh, good luck doing the show without her. Oh, she did. Okay. <laughs> she said, good luck without right. your star. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. She's got a good point. She's got a good point. Yeah, I know she's very bummed that she's not going to be able to be there. I mean, she drove Kevin to drink straight out of the Atoll <laughs> vodka bottle. You don't see Kevin drinking straight out the bottle very often. It's also a great comedy move. It, it, it's a good prop. Oh, my gosh. Uh. The, cut, the audience loved it. It was great. Worked in a sponsor. Win, win, win. Saving a home run. It's a great That's slam. it. <laughs> That's it. Okay, let me see. We got uh, some other uh, comments about uh, some things that are uh, hot topics out there. Probably the stuff The View's talking about today. There were some uh, comments about the Jason Aldean song. He's a country star and uh, CMT, Country Music Television, pulled his uh, new song, off of CMT, and so everybody just went onto iTunes and watched it. It's the number one video there now, which is typically what happens in things like that. They banned it, and they Mm -hmm. made it, like, a bigger hit. You wonder, too, if CMT knows. They go, all right, we don't give a shit if the song gets played or not. We're going to get so much publicity by taking a stance one way or the other. No one's talking about us right now anyway, so let's let's get it out there. Look, my personal thought on that, I, I don't think it was a good move for CMT. Because I I think you have to know your audience. And I think a majority of the country fans are going to be put off by that. And if the Bud Light thing taught you anything, know your audience and understand that some of these people get very passionate behind things. I'm not sure that that was the right move for CMT, to be honest with you. If I were in that room trying to make that decision, I would say we have to be really sure. Because there are a lot of things that arguably when you start the censorship game and pulling things – People will bring up a lot of other things that are out there and say, okay, well, if you want to find that offensive and yank this, let's do that. That happens with anything that is going on. That's just how censorship works. Pull that string. That's why, for the most part, I really, it's very rare that, uh, look, I'm okay with uh, putting age appropriate things in front of the right eyeballs. But if you're talking about adults, I'm not a fan of censorship. Let it all out there. So I, I don't think that was a good move by CMT to do that. Uh, some of the comments, like uh, Carolyn, she uh, sent in this message. She said, there is not a damn thing wrong with the song, Try That in a Small Town. Uh, the Jason Aldean song and the videos are nothing but proof of what some idiots around this world are doing. If you see a problem with this song and video, then you are the problem. Here's the problem with the problem. is that <laughs> There's so many people arguing different things. Some people mm-hmm. think the video is offensive. Mm-hmm. Some people are arguing about the song. There's mm-hmm. so many subsets of argument in within the argument. It's like so much fucking noise. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a CMT lot of let it fly last night, though, on their ABC Network primetime show. CMT let it fly? ABC did a CMA. I'm sorry, CMA. Thing. That's the CM, CM- yeah, I don't know if the CMAs and CMT are the same. I think you are O. I think I'm confused. So <laughs> ABC let the thing fly that CMT would not. Okay. The CMAs let it fly and the CMT would not. Okay. It was, I went to bed to it last night. You just made me feel G-U-M because <laughs> what? <laughs> I got dizzy too. This is your team, coach. It's outstanding. We didn't have any Kahlua today, yeah. and I would like to say I think that's what made us worse. I'm trying to say that for Saturday. Okay. So I can really just make so many mistakes that day. Yes. Again. You want to bring the worst of course. on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> uh, Judy said uh, all the videos are actual footage of what is happening in this country. 
uh, more of a documentary in a sense in his uh, statement. So, like I said, uh, censorship, I think, is a uh, troubling thing. And there are people on both sides of this. And to me, ultimately, if uh, you don't care for something, I believe uh, the most powerful thing you do is not partake. Boy, both sides of arguments are always so fun. <laughs> Those are always <laughs> So, when both sides are yelling at well, you. It's one of those things where both sides are very keen. Like, uh, let me log off. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then another uh, commentary here. Uh, we have had a lot of uh, positive comments about the Sound of Freedom, but a veteran KVJ Nation would like to get their thoughts in here. And they said uh, yesterday's email about how, quote, amazing the Sound of Freedom is made me want to write in as a response. I don't understand how so many people can't see the film for what it is, uh, an extreme form of propaganda for QAnon, nuts like its feature actor Jim Caviezel. To continue to push their radical agendas that began in 2020, Caviezel was a staunch proponent of the insane adrenochrome conspiracy when Q first came about, and he has continued to push the conspiracy in his interviews for the film. Things like this are why I doubt that the film could end up doing more harm than good. Um, It says, if we as a society need a movie to show us that there's evil, deplorable people out there that would love to sell your kids, then we're not paying enough attention. And that's concerning. And no, the, quote, Hollywood elite are not harvesting our children's blood for eternal life force. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid and touch some grass. So that is a rebuttal to that. And that, I think, does sum up why people have had issues with that movie. The only thing I will say is I will never stop drinking Kool-Aid. It's one of my favorite drinks. Mm, <laughs> so Ra- good. Raised on it. Love with extra sugar. What's your favorite flavor? Love purple. Love orange. Mm-hmm. Love them. Purple and orange. Pretty much on anything. Are yeah. Some of my. The best. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yes. I'm an orange flavor guy. O- or- orange event. Yeah, yeah, orange and purple, man. Mm-hmm. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, tomorrow, even I guess today, the Barbie movie is going to be dropping in a lot of theaters. Tomorrow it's going to be out uh, worldwide. And uh, you've also got uh, the Oppenheimer movie. I need to really double back and get uh, more info on the Oppenheimer. I think it's oh. going to be pretty fascinating. You're going to have a history boner for that one. Oh, my gosh. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I will. And look, I, I do love history. Um, but look, the one thing about history, there's so many really disturbing stories that do just kind of rock you. But at times, and I usually don't like anything depressing at all in my life. But I think sometimes it is good to at least have that realization to give you perspective. Things like even, uh, you know, sex trafficking, the Holocaust, something like dropping an atom bomb on a city and doing what you did to people. I mean, I I know it's going to rock me to the core and it's emotionally tough. But I think sometimes we need that. Maybe not a Friday movie. That's why. That that would be more like a Tuesday raining out. Probably what's going to happen. I'm going to wait. I don't watch many movies in the theater. 
And uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm probably going to wait until it comes out and then have a day because nobody in my family is going to want to see Oppenheimer. You don't go. To the, you don't go <laughs> nobody. You don't go to the movie theater because you're against those Hollywood elites. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it'll probably be a Friday afternoon when I got no prep to do, and uh, Cannon's already back in school, and I got some time. I'm gonna you throw on Oppenheimer feel a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, if some tears come out, you it know, looks who knows? so good. It looks compelling and dramatic yes. and the way they yeah. shot it and the actors in it like everyone be nailing it well i, I can only imagine the uh, emotions of it and you know the cop out about why they did drop the bomb was that the fighting happening in the pacific islands over there were so nasty and they had a projection on how many more americans were going to die before they could finally defeat japan and that was it, saying you have this huge number of American lives. You say you could do this horrific thing right now and drop it on the Japanese population and save these American lives and end this war. And that was the decision you had to make. Imagine that in a would you rather. Damn. You know? That's, I wouldn't want it. That's the real stuff. I don't think I have the balls to be Oppenheimer. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's just amazing stuff. That's from a generation that we can't even imagine the, the horror that happened in that period in World War II. Uh, Joanne, this is uh, interesting, did not know. Cillian Murphy is Irish, and their names are easily mispronounced. Cillian is actually pronounced Killian. It's not a big deal unless you meet him, but okay, I never knew that. I always heard Cillian Murphy, but I guess it would be Killian Murphy with huh. a C. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Thank you very much. Who's he? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. He, <laughs> you don't know who Cillian Murphy is? I, or Killian Murphy? No. What is him? that? What is that? It's an <laughs> actor. He's uh, Oppenheimer. He's the, you know, big guy in this, but he's had. Oh, okay. He's, he's had some roles. I mean, okay. he's he's been in a good bit of stuff. He's that guy that you don't know who that guy is, but, but you're like, I've seen that guy. He's that guy you don't know who it is, but you know who that guy is when you see that guy. There's, a, there's plenty of other people in this movie that you will recognize. I mean, he ain't one of the biggest, but well, he does I mean, have the big role. He's been in Peaky Blinders, and that was pretty big. He was in The Dark Knight. Uh, he was in Inception. I am so bad at actors' names. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know him okay. like that. I mean, Robert Downey Jr.'s in Oppenheimer. I know him like that. Okay. I guess, you know what? Uh, Killian Murphy needs to become a superhero and play that. And that's, I think, the only actors we know anymore. I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of shitty with, with names, man. He's got a creepy look. Yeah, he's, he's got a distinctive. He's got a distinctive, he, of, creepy look. He captures. He, when he's on screen, he, you, you look at him. He, he captures it. He's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I know, I know when I saw him, I knew I just didn't know my name. Right. But, I, but that's a lot of actors for me, man. Okay. Not your thing, huh? It depends. I mean, from like 85 to 94, boom, got it. Okay. Yeah. You had a, a time. That was well, your awakening. Once I went away to college, like, yeah, I didn't have HBO every night. And, yeah. Well, I, I've noticed like uh, once you started drinking, it seems like <laughs> you kind of stopped growing. Like I was. Like I have the house. Yeah, <laughs> I started it's drinking like, when I got into college. My mom was. You really like, have retention of everything until the day you first took your first drink, and then it's just. It's, it's just frozen in time. I, I think I actually learned things after I started drinking. Okay. I was frozen in time. Okay. I got, yeah. I was out. I spread my wings when I started to uh-huh. drink. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I got an email from Melinda. She said, I got a question for Kev. I'm bringing my 10-year-old son to the Dolphins training camp practice next Sunday. Oh, fun. And I'm not sure what to expect. We're coming from Martin County, but it's our first open practice. What time should we get there? If it starts at 1030, is there opportunity to meet the players? He's a diehard Dolphins fan, and we cannot wait. We had a blast at Xavier and Howard's softball game and are hoping to add some more signatures to his football. Do they have autographs after the practice? Uh, thanks for any insight that uh, you can offer. Yeah, the one thing I would tell you is uh, kind of like if you're at the Xavier Howard thing, you know how hot it was if you were in the sun there. Uh, that was unbearable. I, I kept going up. I was volunteering to get everybody's drinks because I could just get up and get in the shade. And uh, there's not a lot of shade there. That is one of the issues. Bring your own umbrella. That's not a bad idea. Because, because remember yeah. how those people were sitting in the grass that was like behind the end zone where that would have been? Mm-hmm. Those people, some of them had their like yep. little own umbrellas. Yep. And at the end, the players did go over there a little bit to that area. They I, did, yeah. I didn't see them going to the bleachers. Right. They don't, they don't necessarily go over to the bleachers. And they do have bleachers that those are covered. So if you're sitting a little bit up there, you're going to be okay with the sun. But During if, the practice, sit uh, in the bleachers. Yeah. And if you go to the end zone area, you could use a, an umbrella there. And they have kind of a, a walkway that is raised. It goes up above. It's the one closest to the street. Um, now, as far as uh, signatures and all that, it's it's going to be hit or miss. I did see uh, Tyreek Hill when we were there one time. He did go over to the end zone area and was kind of rapping with some people that hung around. This is probably about 15 to 20 minutes after the practice ended. So, you know, if you got nowhere to go, just kind of chill and see what happens. You might have a few scragglers that will come over there and meet some fans and you get a photo with. So I thought that was really cool. Where you, you have to find that place where the – General Pop can go and where the families can go because there is a corner where those two intersect. And I would get as close to where the families are because that's where the players are going to go after. Towards the end, yeah. That Towards is, the end. Um, in the end zone area that is closest to the road and it is on the opposite side of where the bleachers are. It's a little bit of a walk, mm-hmm. but it might be worth it if you can get some FaceTime. Yep. So, yeah, sunscreen, umbrella, if you can get it in there, and uh, definitely stay hydrated. Yes. It's going to be blazing. Yeah, you need that. And their alcohol choices are limited. They have a couple beers, and that's about it. They were selling food, too, though, because my do. girlfriend yeah, got a, a cheeseburger. She mm-hmm. had a whole entire cheeseburger. Yeah. Like, that looks so good. They got a concession stand. So, uh, that'll be it. it. It's really cool. Tyreek Hill. He came out, got on the microphone, was pumping up the crowd, did a backflip for everybody. That's cool. Yeah, so it is fun. You're going to see all that kind of stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, I would try to hang out a little bit uh, later afterwards. I know Christian Wilkins is out there even after practice still working on some moves and doing some running and stuff. He was still running sprints after they said the practice is over. I mean, yeah. that is a workhorse. They yeah. said the same shit about Dennis Rodman. and I won't go on a big sports uh, rant about that, but they said he was always such a partier mm-hmm. and it would piss people off. Yeah. But A, he would always nail it in games. And then after yeah. the game, he would be in the gym running his balls off. This big part of your guy said people just—he was supposed to not eat before the game, and they they would kind of be annoyed with him. But he fucking brought it every game. Work hard, play hard. And that was kind of his thing, but he also mm. did some other things. But I thought that was yeah. kind of. A- I think when things got really uh, heated with him, he had gone to another country and was partying, and he had missed some games. Yes, that oh. was, he would go yeah. too far to the point where you go, dude, you can't do that. And they didn't know where he was. He wasn't. Uh, I don't even know if they had the phones like that then. 
when this was going on. Back when you can really avoid people. You can't avoid yeah. anybody now. And so nobody knew. Everybody's like, how do we get a hold of Dennis Rodman? He's not showing up to games. It is so annoying because there's relatives up north that I do not want to talk to. And it was much easier to elude them. Now those motherfuckers know where I'm at all the time, I they feel. They know you have your phone because you're on KVJ TV holding it. Yeah, I know. There's ways. <laughs> you to... can't be like, oh, I missed your call. There's so ways. sorry. Oh, they'll go back. We know you can fucking talk to us through your laptop. Like, what? How did you know that? <laughs> it's harder to you lie. You cannot avoid people now. It sucks. Yeah, it is tough to get away from them. Uh, I have Tracy. She wants a little advice from Virginia. Do you know of a good hibachi restaurant near Jupiter? Good hibachi near Jupiter. I mean, you've got a few choices. So I think you have to go either north or south. So I think PGA has some good choices. Uh, PGA Boulevard West, there's a good one over there. There's also a good one in Abacoa. So PGA West or Abacoa are the probably closest to Palm Beach County. But there's also one in Stewart. That I think is worth a drive if you want to go up that way. It's very charming. Mm-hmm. Hibachi is so expensive. Though. It's so expensive. Yeah. Like if you go with the family, and that's the fun way to do it. You go, you bring your yeah. whole troop. It's it's not cheap, and then you throw in cocktails because I can't go out to dinner without a cocktail. My only knock on the hibachi, I love it. I think it's fun, especially when they're doing an act. I love all that. The seating isn't ideal if you have a big group because they're like, hey, Kevin, so tell me about yeah. how's your how's You're your so shrimp? far away. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of not the best for that. It's not. But if you're there for a show with people in your family that you're sick of talking to, that's fun. I think it's a great date place. It's not a great place if you want to talk to somebody. It's a good double date place if you get the corner part of the, the bar area. And just know they're going to sit strangers at your table, and that's my least favorite part, too, because then you're just like, ah, who are these people? Well, nine out of ten men that go to a hibachi is full of fucking evilness and <laughs> yeah. pain. I don't want to sit with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Who would want that? Uh, some other uh, food things out there. McDonald's is going to be adding a peanut butter crunch McFlurry to the menu. Oh, yes. I thought that sounded amazing. Now, that is just my game. Peanut butter crunch McFlurry. Fuck. Jeez. <laughs> wow. That's a... Yeah. It's going to be available at participating locations starting on August 9th. That's McDonald's going back doing to the old right. school. Doing it Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you go in, you'd be like, hey, this ain't going to add to the health of my body, but man, it's going to be fun. I've never once in my life gone to a McDonald's and go, yeah, let me try to do better with my life right now. Yeah. No, it's there to right. get away from the world. Yeah, a little fun, yeah. Exactly. It's a splurge. You're treating yourself. Bring back the creepy playground pit, too. <laughs> I know it's gross. I know it's not sanitary. I know it's creepy. Yeah. But it's fun. With the poo covered balls. Dog, there's so much yeah. feces balls. So much grossness in yeah. that pit. That's right. That's why you go. Well, I think aren't kids the grossest person on the planet, pretty much? Yeah, and lots of kids have accidents in there. An adult ball pit is that to me would be great for a party. Rent one of those, mm-hmm. an adult ball pit. You no? could totally do that. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. They're, they're doing a lot of, uh, in fact, they had it on ABC Worldwide News this morning, uh, adult uh, bounce houses. Oh. And it was like a bounce house park. It wasn't just one bounce house. It was kind of like how they do for kids. Yeah. You know how they, w- once a year, they bring in that thing and they set up at a, some of our parks here in South Florida. 
It's a, a there's a maze, and it's just I mean they're like the size of a football field or something like that. It's crazy. That would be fun getting some drinks with your friends and playing all yeah. them kind of games. Or a capture the flag with a little buzz. So fun. So fun. Mm-hmm. Laser tag. Yeah. Hostess debuted a new Twinkie slash Ding Dong mashup. The inside is like a Twinkie, but it's covered in fudge like a Ding Dong. Love Ding Dong. Not a huge Twinkie fan. I always mm-hmm. felt like Twinkie was just, I don't know, I'm eating a, a sweet desert. It tastes sweet in a... Too dry. It's so dry. dry. Twinkies, Mm. dry. I don't eat Twinkies or Ding Dongs. Eh, Because I'm a fucking snack snob. (laughs) (laughs) And how about this? Spam is now going to have a new maple syrup version that's going to be hitting grocery store shelves. Pork and maple syrup go well together. I'm just saying. I can't with you, Spam. They're hoping it'll make Spam a more popular breakfast option. Spam, the, the way spam needs to get, become more popular is completely hit the reset button and not have spam be the product. <laughs> okay. That's how they. So give me spam without the spam. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We, we got to redo this thing. Yeah. I mean, spam in fried rice is so good. Have you had it? Fuck no. It's good. Spam. Chopped up in fried rice. It's real good. I mean, I used to eat those. So you're, so you just poo pooed all over Twinkies and Ding Dongs, yeah. but you love Spam. I would eat Spam before Twinkie, absolutely. Huh? And she thinks she's right too. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, know I'm I trying am. to work through the logic here. There's none. I'll, I'll good luck. Think about this today. <laughs> You'll blow your hair off if you keep. Thinking. I can't have that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I come in tomorrow and the hair is gone, you be, yeah. you know what happened? I mean, you thought too hard on this. I was just like, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> Oh, my God, my hair. I'm so sorry, Kevin. Yeah. What's grosser to you, Spam or Vienna sausage? Because I used to eat the fuck out of that one. Vienna was sausage like, is more gross to me. Totally. Really? Yeah, it is. And don't people eat that cold they out of do. the can? I would, I would the... open it eat it out of the can. It would have that Vienna sausage it. juice. What the shit was I thinking? There's like a, a gelatin There is. Juice. That, my mom, would, my mom and Anne loved it. Yeah. And they love salami, too. They, they would just take salami and eat it right out of the package. We would just yeah. eat anything in the 80s. <laughs> just yeah. just give us whatever cheap, gross shit. We ate some bullshit in my house. My dad would open up sardine cans uh-huh. and just pour hot sauce in there and eat sardines out of the can. Like, that is disgusting. We used to eat the Chef Boyardee raviolis cold yeah. right out of the can. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I eat the meatballs. Yeah. Those big old lopsided gray meatballs. Yeah. I'd eat them out of the can cold. No. I know. <laughs> I right. can't. I shudder when I think about we that. We were so gross. <laughs> the 80s just didn't know Weird that. times. Yeah. Weird I, times. One of my biggest snacks, I would take salami and take... Uh, that hamburger relish. It's the mustard and regular relish in the one jar and just roll it in salamis and just eat them. And that, to me, just makes me want to vomit now. <laughs> yeah. I thought this is a weird timing. On Think Fast on Monday, I had asked you, name a band that is broken up that starts with the letter C. And you guys threw out some stuff. And I said, you could have thrown out Creed. You know, they broke up. Yeah. And then yesterday they announced Creed's getting back together. Damn, they heard us. It's like so weird, the timing. Yeah, they're going to reunite for their first shows in 12 years. It's been over a decade since they've been together. I think it's a good move if they do it right. I'm seeing a lot of bands that were 
They had a nice run. They went away. They were gone. And I'm not saying they're going to be popular on the radio, but I'm, I'm noticing even on their views on YouTube and they're uh-huh. playing more shows, extreme. They got back together. Yeah. They're kind of crushing it right now. That's they're, awesome. They're not going to be on the radio, but they sound and look great. They have a new album out, and they're doing a lot of press, and I'm seeing their numbers go up. Yeah, these nostalgia bands, that's what people do. You know, a lot of times where you were in high school and college, that is what sticks with you, and you find yourself always going back and listening to that music, and you love it for the nostalgia. If you got three to five hits, then you can tour for the rest of your life. Well, you had that one stat. Most people don't seek out new music. They, they, yeah. they go with what they grew up with. And at a certain age, yeah. you kind of surrender. Yeah, they've, they've done studies on that, and they've noticed it. So Creed is going to be headlining a cruise, taking off right out of South Florida, April 18th to the 22nd to 2024. So coming up this next year, it's going Miami to the Bahamas. They are going to be on the Summer of 99 Cruises, what they're calling it. And they've got other bands, including Three Doors Down, Tonic, Fuel, Vertical Horizon, The Verve Pipe, Buck Cherry, Tantric, and Nine Days. They all are right in that pocket of yeah. that time. Does it yeah. say which cruise line is doing it? I didn't see that. No, I'm sure Suits could. Suits! Just, yeah. Because <laughs> that does make a difference, you know. If you're going to shell out that money, you want to know it's going to be nice. Yeah, I think it says Tom's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Tom. You don't know Tom's Cruise Lines? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't jump out at you? No, I never heard of this cat. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that's what you're going on there. Does Stapp still have the pops? I think he does, yeah, because, you know, there, there are some... Artists, I was actually listening at the, man, I just went back and listened to the Def Leppard Pyromania album from 1983. I was like, gosh, man, it's a great album. But Joe Elliott, the lead singer on that, higher octave stuff. And you worry about bands like that, that do the higher octave. A lot of the Creed stuff was lower octave. With lips wide open. I see like this in a lower octave. So I I can't imagine he would really struggle. I, I, I think it would probably still sound pretty good. Now, the biggest question is how some of these lead singers take care of themselves. And I know that Scott Stapp, for a little while, was not taking care of himself. And that's kind of the reason why they haven't done a live show together for 12 years. As we all do, walking this great rock, yeah. he had a downtime. Uh-huh. Yeah. A low point. He did. He did. So, you know, where he is now, I don't know. Uh, another thing I saw that was uh, rather interesting, uh, Travis Scott. Uh, you know, he's had a couple of songs out there. In fact, he's got a new collaboration Hope we get to hear it tomorrow. It's going to be with The weekend and Bad Bunny. You talk about putting two big artists together, huh? Wow. I like when artists get together, do a little... Yeah. We'll hear... We'll get, we, tomorrow, hopefully, we'll have some good stuff. I hope that drops. I don't know if it will. It's called Lollipop. Tomorrow, you'll also have the Will I, I Am Britney song. They messed with us. That Mind Your Business comes out tomorrow. I heard a little bit of that. I don't know. We, we played just a snippet no, of it. I think it's no, going to sound like... I heard more of it. Oh, did you? You're going to hate it. It sounded I, I, just <laughs> like the worst of what he did with Black Eyed Peas, and it's going to be overly processed Britney Spears. It's going to be the kind of pop garbage you absolutely hate. Let's just say... And by the way, I, li- I don't hate pop, but that was... You hate the Black Eyed Peas. Is that fair? Episode. I d- despise them. Okay, so that wasn't fair. I should have said despise. Thank you. Yeah. You really let the audience know how much <laughs> that wasn't, I fucking that actually wasn't fair. <laughs> 
And there's rumors about a new Guns N' Roses. Now, I don't know if that would be tomorrow, but that's coming from their production manager. I'd be awesome if all three of those dropped tomorrow. It would. We'll see. So I'll keep an eye on that, see what new music we have tomorrow. I'm legitimately curious to hear new Guns N' Roses. What is? I what, would be, what too. What would that sound like? Because uh, legitimately, when they did the Chinese Democracy, they didn't have Slash in the band, and they didn't... If you don't have Slash in the band, it, to me, it's not Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Thank you. Right. Is that, that really working? It's kind of like with Smashing Pumpkins, when they were coming out with stuff and they didn't have their lead guitarist in there. They're getting more back in the pocket of what used to like. In fact, they got a new song out. It's decent. I didn't realize he was such a... You get a little bitch, old Corgan. He, Billy Corgan? He gets, in into some, just, he gets into a lot of... He just he talks a lot of shit. Does he? A lot yes. of smack talking? Well, if you look into his history, uh-huh. yeah. He's always had a little bit of a lippy past where yeah. he would start shit with people. He's an alternative rocker. You he's know. an alternative You gotta fuck. have your opinions. Yes, he, does. <laughs> he has snooty opinions, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing I thought was interesting with Travis Scott, I guess he has got a show booked at the Pyramids of Giza. Coming up next Friday, and there is a group called the Egyptians Musicians Syndicate that is trying to revoke his permit for the event because they say it contradicts the identity of the Egyptian culture. Mm-hmm. However, it's it's yeah, people aren't even sure that this syndicate actually has the authority to carry out revoking the permit or not. Live Nation saying now nah, they don't, and everything's on schedule. Uh, but that's a that's a great backdrop for a video or the whatever you're doing or a concert. Yeah, could you imagine that? Wow, yeah, that's impressive. But I think the reason why they're not jazzed, how many stories have come out of these dumbass teenagers carving their initials into the Colosseum in Rome? You're Can you right. imagine how many dumbass teenagers are going to be carving their initials into the pyramids? And, and putting, on, putting on TikTok. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Guys, you're not going to believe what I just discovered. I discovered this thing called the pyramids. If and you have an army of Travis Scott fans, I mean, they may not have pyramids after this concert. Guys, I'm going to tell you about pyramids in 30 seconds. You're not going to believe this. So literally, these <laughs> pyramids gonna talk fast have been and bad here forever. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. There's some fascinating uh, storylines going on. We'll uh, break into some of those coming up on tomorrow's KBJ show. Hope you're here for the Friday. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.